Living in a city like Phoenix, you get used to the heat. In fact, that's why most of the people in this town came here in the first place, traveling from far and wide in an attempt at escaping the colder climates from which they originated. By now, Phoenix has become a bastion for sun lovers everywhere, a haven for those looking to get a tan and spend their days floating across the surface of a cool pool. That's the thing about Arizona heat. Yes, it's oppressive, but the foundations of these cities are built on the knowledge that you've got to keep yourself cool. Everywhere you go has incredibly efficient air conditioning, cutting edge in ways that the rest of the country could only dream of. Unless, of course, you happen to live in Texas or Nevada, then you already know exactly what I'm talking about. Needless to say, while the recent heat wave warnings may be slightly disconcerting, we're all well equipped to handle whatever the elements throw our way. At least, that's what I thought. After hearing the news of the current weekend scorcher, I'm driving to the local coffee shop where I routinely meet my friend and business partner for work. As the heads of our own small tech startup, we don't have the comfort of a cool office building, but the coffee shop takes care of us just fine. This is when I first see it, waiting for the light to change at a four-way intersection while visible heat sizzles and dances across the nearby car hoods. I glance up at the street signs above and realize, to my dismay, that the official white lettering is melting. It runs down the green signs in thick streaks, dripping down onto the pavement below. Holy shit, I blurt, amazed at what I'm witnessing. I don't have long to stare, however, as the light turns green and I continue on my way. Now on high alert, I begin to notice a number of unusual things as I travel to my destination. There's absolutely no one out on the street walking around. The heat's simply too oppressive for that kind of activity. Even some of the businesses seem to be closed, which immediately starts setting off alarm bells in my head. I pull into the coffee shop parking lot and my suspicions are confirmed. The whole place is empty and dark. There's suddenly a loud pounding against my car window, causing me to jump and then flooding me in relief as I look over to find my business partner, Grant, staring back at me. I roll the window down. Everything's closed, Grant informs me. Power's out down the whole block. No cold air. I can see now that sweat is absolutely pouring down my friend's forehead. He looks a little delirious, his eyes hazy and unfocused. God damn, I blurt an alarm, reaching over and opening the door for him. Get in, you look like you're about to pass out. Grant collapses into the passenger seat and shuts the door quickly behind him. It's so fucking hot out there, Jim, my friend moans, reclining back. You want to go work in my place? I question. My partner nods in affirmation and we take off, heading back in the direction I came. This is a new record for Phoenix. Did you know that? Questions Grant. I hadn't heard. I inform him. Hope your air conditioner is in good working order, my friend continues with a chuckle. I scoff. I think we'll be fine. We pull up to my apartment building and climb out of the car, running to the lobby so that we don't have to stay out in the heat any longer than necessary. Even after this brief moment in the sun, my skin feels sufficiently seared by the brilliant golden rays. We take the elevator up, which feels a bit like a roasting oven, then spill out into the hallway. I'm still craving cool relief, but it refuses to come. What the fuck is happening, Grant asks. Is something broken? I don't know, I stammer, wiping the sweat from my brow. Should be fine inside my place, though. I fumble with my keys in hurried frustration, then finally throw the door of my apartment open and step inside. 